And I'm Kelly, and we're two women, moms, and physical therapists revolutionizing pregnancy and postpartum care. There are so many things that women don't know about their own bodies. We want to help dispel the myths and let you know what's really going on down there. We're highly trained experts who work with women to prevent and heal super common issues like incontinence, painful sex, lower back pain, and everything in between. Welcome to Ravel. Oh, Amy, if I go through one more night of not sleeping and not getting a full night of sleep, I don't know what I'm going to do. These two-year-old twins of me of mine are just driving me crazy. I think it's just because you're 40. <laughs> you're one You're one year closer to menopause, by the way. Does that make you feel good or bad? Thanks, Amy. Thanks. <laughs> I'm right behind just you. Just <laughs> I'm right behind you. I mean, I know that's part of it, too. It's just like those changes in sleep. It's like, is it ever going to get better? I mean, think about my littles, like my five and eight-year-old. What We woke up this morning, and my eight-year-old's asleep on the couch. And I'm like, what is happening right now? And so I'm like, baby, like, let's go back. She's like, I'm way too comfortable. Just leave me. So I covered her up. And I'm like, okay, screw it. I'm just going to go to the gym. I was like, it's going to be loud. And the ice maker's going and she's passed out. And then I noticed like the iPad's not on the charger. And I'm like, I go over there and I wake her little tail up. And I'm like, did you, did you take the iPad? She's like, no, mommy. And then she goes back to sleep. So I'm like, okay, let me go upstairs and just like check on my other one. Cause you just, she's my wild card. So I'll go upstairs. Girl, same dang thing. It's like, she is upstairs at 550. I was about to go to the gym. And she's on the iPad. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, luckily, luckily, like the two, the, your two-year-olds, like they, they need you, right? Mine are at the point where they're like, if I wake mommy, she'll know I'm on the iPad. Mm-hmm. So I'll just like sneak it. Yeah. And I won't wake her up. Yeah. And then they get caught red-handed in their leg. Oh shit. But I mean, it's the sleep. And then now when you're like, oh my gosh, you're going to get older. It's going to get better. Mm. And then we hit menopause. Mm-hmm. And then that's like one of the big symptoms of menopause is sleepless nights fun time it's just the joys it's just never it's, ending. i always say it's like you know women were cyclical beings in a linear world right <laughs> <laughs> well so let's let's talk let's talk menopause okay let's talk menopause so okay well what is menopause well menopause is defined as changes in in hormone production mm-hmm. in a female yep, reproductive hormones right but the big thing is is going a full 12 months without having your cycle your period that sounds really nice though doesn't it it does however <laughs> and all not all the, the changes that come with symptoms it. associated with it oh don't my gosh they don't so it's like okay yay it's like 12 months without your last period and usually it's like self-diagnosed right you're yes. like oh my god i'm having hot flashes i'm not sleeping very good like i might be having like a lot of the things that we're going to chat about are going to be like what What's going on with the vagina? And so some of the things that go along with that are thinking that like you have decrease in reproductive hormones, which could be estrogen, right? Mm-hmm. And so estrogen is like, I always tell people, estrogen just makes your vulva so happy. <laughs> it does. It's like this feel good, it happy does. estrogen. Yep. Like it's so great. We love estrogen. But when estrogen starts to decline, then your sweet vulva is like, it's like waving its white flag of like, just as I surrender, like help me. <laughs> and so it's going to be like dryness, irritation, itching, chronic or like more recurrent UTIs, discharge, burning, urgency, like with urination, you're like, yep. blessed. Mm-hmm. All the fun stuff. Blessed. Yep. 
So what do we do? So that's a great damn question. (laughs) First, the first thing that you do is you find a really good OB. Yes. Or gynecologist. Yep. Urologist, urogynecologist. Someone that specializes in women's Yes. More like guy. Yeah, you're right. So yeah. And so it's like finding that good physician. Like we are doctors of physical therapy. You Mm -hmm. need one of us too. We'll talk about that in a second. Mm -hmm. But finding you a good practitioner that's going to understand these changes, that's not going to be afraid to like educate you on it. Not like just. And just say, oh, you're in menopause pause and this is how it has to yep. be. That's you are not just the case. Shit out of luck at this right? point. Yes. So there's been a lot of, I kind of think things are swinging in a d- different direction mm-hmm. and there are now things that you can do to address a lot of these symptoms, symptoms that women yeah. have in menopause. Right. Cause we can't change. This is a natural cascade. Right. right. Like we just like, I think, like I said, we're very cyclical. It's like we grow up, we have our first like menstrual cycle. Right. And then we go through our most fertile years and then that starts to decline and that's your like premenopausal, right? And then now menopausal. And so we go through all of these different changes and we need our team together to support us through all of those changes mm-hmm. from first period to last period mm-hmm. and beyond. And so again, the things like finding that good physician to be on board with you, to talk mm-hmm. to you about the things that they can help you with, mm-hmm. whether that is from like a pharmacological standpoint, mm-hmm. but we're going to come at this with like, what are some of like the non-hormonal interventions? that us as pelvic floor PTs can address and can educate women on Mm -hmm. one to like seek out good help and to say, okay, like I don't have to go this really like aggressive route. I don't have to go have like some crazy vulvar surgery and address or, you know, the Mona Lisa or anything Mm -hmm. like that. There's so many other more conservative things that, um, that we can definitely do. And I think it is really important before we start talking about where we fit in yeah. and what we can do again is, is going back to finding that good doctor because a lot of these symptoms that women have in menopause can be addressed very easily with a little bit of estrogen, they a can. little bit yeah. of hormonal replacement. Yes. And, but that's going to be, it's, there's this big kind of scream about it, but it's like when you go more local and this is something, again, it's not, we do not prescribe estrogen. This is not in our scope of practice, right. but we are very well educated um, about this. It's like, you know, this isn't something that you're going to, to like take and it's going to be systemic. This is something very local, like an estrogen cream. There's suppositories, mm-hmm. things like that. So finding that OB that can talk you through those items is going to be huge. Mm-hmm. So, so one of the things that we really see when women start to get to this menopausal age at forties, fifties beyond. Okay. Is, is vaginal dryness and painful sex. Yes. I would say like, that is probably the biggest thing that you and I address on the day to day and women come in as and, physical therapists, as physical therapists mm-hmm. and they're just like, they're like taken aback. Mm-hmm. They're like, I'm, I'm broken. What's wrong with I've me? Never I've never had sex. this before. Yes. My vagina is like always just irritated. Yep. And so we say, okay, there's a few things that we need to address. We're not just going to say, put some cream on it and call us in a couple of weeks. So we always want to talk about this like pain cycle. Right. So talk like a little bit like, so if I come in and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I just have all this burning. I keep getting a UTI, you know, what, like how on that, like help me, what are you going to do for me? Well, I I think going back to what you're just talking about with the pain cycle is making, allowing them to understand, you know, it's, there's this big snowball effect that happens with this, right? If someone comes in and they're complaining of painful intercourse or really bad vaginal dryness, usually they're both associated with each other. Yeah. 
you know, talking them through all the cascades that happen because of the symptoms they're having. Mm -hmm. So they're having vaginal dryness, which then leads to painful intercourse, which then leads to, to sometimes disturbances or changes within their relationship with their partner. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of times mental, Mm -hmm. you know, stress, anxiety, depression. It's just the snowball cascade of things that happen because of the changes that their body's going through. Mm So it's like, where can we kind of like come in and like splice that, right? And so I think a lot of it too, we have to think about when you come in and you're in pain, right? We've all had a splitting headache. We've all maybe twisted our ankle. You want to like protect and guard and hold. It's a body's natural response Mm -hmm. to stress or injury Mm -hmm. is flight, fight, protect. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And when our body goes into that protective response, the muscle's response usually is to guard. Guard. And yeah. tighten like that. Hold. hold. And like, you know, just kind of like, it's almost like if you knew someone was about to like hit you in the face, you kind of like flinch and like squeeze your muscles, mm-hmm. right? Like that's what your pelvic floor will do if you, you know, are experiencing anything like burning, irritation, dryness, like that itching, like all of that, it's almost like if you could just draw like a little loopy with like an mm-hmm. arrow going to burning and then going to guarding and then back to burning Mm -hmm. like muscle holding can cause increased burning Mm -hmm. and so that's where we would come in is again because you're already going to have all of these changes right and so what can we be addressing is is okay what is again you need someone to address your pelvic floor Mm -hmm. the vagina goes through the pelvic floor so we need to be addressing are those muscles becoming overactive Mm -hmm. are they becoming um overactive secondary to some you know previous discomfort are they contributing to the discomfort right again as well we also have to think like because of the decrease in hormones decreased collagen decreased elastin thin is our Thinning of the skin. Thank you. I couldn't get that mm-hmm. out. Um, and even the way the muscles function and the amount of blood flow, because you have changes in the blood vessels, like mm-hmm. all of those changes are naturally going to occur. Right. So if we don't address the muscles and the vulvar skin and tissues, like we would be doing patients a disservice. So one of the things we can talk to the patients about, mm-hmm. and we do a lot, is educating them on types of lubrication they can use. Oh whether lube it's- is so good. Like if you guys don't have a good lube, mm-hmm. oh my God. Like we have like shout out to a few of our favorites. Like I think like, you know, my personal favorite and my husband's. We love this stuff. I can't tell you how many bottles we've gone through is Uber Lube. Like that is like, it's just a dream. It's so good. It's silicone based. If you guys have any suggestions on lube, you're like, oh my God, Amy, you have to try this Mm -hmm. one. Like send it to me. But then there's, there's, so that's a silicone based lube. Mm -hmm. I just prefer a silicone based lube. Mm -hmm. There's water based. That one won't stain your sheets. Mm -hmm. There's oil based as Mm -hmm. well. That one sometimes can stain your sheets. So it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, pick and choose. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, but don't go to CVS and buy like the set your crotch on fire. Yeah, what what's the brand? I or, well, the, we won't name yeah, it. So, so, it's, but yeah, but it's like yeah. there's some that's the scented, like, the fiery, like the fire and ice. Do not, if anything, even remotely has a fire or a flame or a scent or a scent or an ice you cube. You don't need it. No, you don't need it. Now, simple. Now, let me say, if if that is just your jam and you and that's something that you want and you and your partner have said, you know what, this is for us, then I'll be darn you get that stuff and you enjoy it. But that from the medical standpoint in our world, those are not our favorites. And you don't, yeah, you don't, you don't need, need them. them. Yeah, it's like the marketing too. <laughs> it is. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, just to like try all these things. It's like, we've tried the like, this one tastes like cherries. This one has sparkles in it. Yeah. Ooh. And this one, this one, <laughs> this one will set your crutch on fire. And you're, <laughs> 
<laughs> you're like, and it's, it's. And with the things that we're talking about, oh, yeah. it's the last thing you want when you're right. itching this and right. burning. And you're like, in the moment, it like sounds fun. You're like, oh my. <laughs> It can be glittery and it can be on fire. Like this just sounds, and no, it's not. So those are not the things that you need on the day to day, but those are the things that can make like intercourse so much better. So Mm -hmm. you have an oil-based, um, again, we will give you guys all these different brands that we love, but like one of our favorite silicone based is the Uber lube. Um, a few of the water-based ones that we like slippery stuff, slippery stuff, water-based, right? Slippery stuff's good. Yeah. That one I love using in the clinic. Mm -hmm. Um, that's going to have the consistency more of like aloe vera, Mm -hmm. whereas it's a lot thicker. It's a lot thicker. And so it like kind of stays in place, but it reminds me of like, cause it's water-based. It reminds me of like saliva. So if you've ever used saliva for any kind of lubrication, it gets a little sticky. Yeah, I think it's even thicker than that. Oh, definitely is. But yeah, it just kind of dries up because it's water-based. And then a silicone-based lube is going to be more, it reminds me of like olive, like, oh, it's like, so it's like velvet. And Uber Lube, what I love about Uber Lube, they also market, I don't think that a lot of people that use it know this, but they also market it as like, you can use it as a moisturizer for your skin. Oh, you can use it on scars. Yeah. They have a study too, and I love this, that again, it's not great to use like plastic products like on your hair. Um, I've definitely used it for my flyaways, like Mm -hmm. welcome to Georgia in a hundred <laughs> they have a study. I promise you, I nerd out on this stuff. They have this awesome study, and they're like, you can use it as like a what do you call it? Like a well, serum for your. Hair. <laughs> it works yeah, great. Okay. Um, but yeah, so it's great for flyaways. It's great for sex. Um, so that's <laughs> our favorite. But then the oil-based lubes too can also be good. So think like coconut oil. There's mm-hmm. a brand called Coconut. That's their branding is so cute. By mm-hmm. the way, um, is another good one. But do your research. And if you find one, like don't get a big ass bottle because you might not like try it. Try it. Yeah. yeah try it and see, see if they have like samples. Mm-hmm. And we offer that at our clinic. Yeah, which we I, do. A lot of our patients love. They we do. Give out samples yep. so they can try it out and before you, just, you buy it. And, and we try a few different things with the patient because mm-hmm. sometimes it might irritate your skin. Some people mm-hmm. don't like a silicone-based lube. Um, you can't use mm-hmm. silicone-based lubes with silicone products. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you have right. a wand, a dilator, a vibrator, yep. a plug, whatever you want, like you can't use those on there. It just will break down the integrity. So you need yep. an oil or a water-based lube with that. So, okay, so then let's move to moisturizers. Moisturizers. So that's another oh God, piece so of education mm-hmm. that we talk about with our patients a lot mm-hmm. is the use of moisturizers yeah. and how moisturizers can help. So. Usually, I, I usually recommend try to use them two to three times a week. Mm-hmm. You don't have to use them every day. Um, there's a few brands that we like as well. But again, I, I mean, if I'm putting something on my vagina, I kind of want it to be somewhat relative to mm-hmm. organic. I don't want like some weird products down there. Mm-hmm. You don't need anything that smells good. Like it's not supposed to smell like fruit snacks anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's okay. And, but it's like, so there's gels that you can get, there's Mm -hmm. suppositories that you can use, Mm -hmm. suppositories you can get. One good or um, organic brand that you and I really like to have a CBD is the Demiva. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Demiva's really good. Um, they You can do like a subscription with them, which is cool. But they have vaginal suppositories. Mm-hmm. But they also have like a vaginal balm. So those are very different. Mm-hmm. A vaginal balm goes on your vulva and there's like vulvar tissues and it makes mm-hmm. them so happy. But then you can have suppositories because the vagina is its own structure. It's its mm-hmm. own entity. And sometimes that little canal also needs to be lubricated. Mm-hmm. So if you have a history of prolapse, you might notice it more in menopause mm-hmm. because of the dryness. More dryness equals more friction. Therefore, you're going to start to feel things mm-hmm. a little bit differently down there you that you might not tissues. have. Yeah, exactly. And then the other problem is, is you know, we talked about this 
you know, a couple minutes ago, mm-hmm. but the tissues start thinning down there. They do. So when you get friction because of the lack of dryness, and then in addition to that, the thinning of the tissues, things can get really irritated. Yeah. So this stuff yeah. is important. It's important to mm-hmm. know um, how helpful it can be. Yeah. So there's like a lot of, um, there's a lot of really good knowledge out there too, but it's like, find, just find the product for you. Like try a couple, like don't like go all in on a product. Um, like try a couple, see what you like. And then again, there's just, like I said, there's so many different options mm-hmm. out there, um, as well. Some of them can have like hyaluronic acid. They can be gels. You can just use vitamin E. Um, so again, lots of different moisturizers, but again, those are all going to be for like just this general, like vulvar region mm-hmm. and some of the suppositories for the actual vagina. Mm-hmm. So the other thing too that we talk about is what to wash with. Yes. Do not wash with, do not go down there and just like scrub a dub. No, no, no. And don't Doesn't need use it. your dove soap, your, what is that? Like, cause it has to be acidic. Remember we talk about that. Like, what is it? Remind me of the numbers. I always forget 3.8 3. to 4 to, f- to 5, five is, is the pH, the normal quote unquote pH. So that's acidic. The vagina is yeah. supposed to be acidic. And in menopause, we can see pH changes, mm-hmm. changes in the floor. That's like the good bacteria of the vagina. Mm-hmm. So it's really important to know what to wash with and what not to wash yes. with. You don't want to use harsh soaps. No you guys. All you need is water. Yeah. It doesn't need to be again, smelling like fruit snacks yeah. it doesn't need to be this like beautiful floral scent so we need to do a video and we will we actually I think we have one on our instagram and it's like how to wash your vulva um and it's so good it's like we have our little velvet vulva which is like the best like little tool ever it's like i'll get all the parts mm-hmm. and we talk about like how do you wash your vulva and like what areas can have soap what areas just need to be like cleaned mm-hmm. like you don't need to be douching or shoving anything into the vagina mm-hmm. but it's like cleaning well but a lot of times people will go and they're like, oh my gosh, I feel like I have this scent. So they scrub, 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 scrub. And all they're doing is continually changing the pH, which mm-hmm. actually can Makes make it. change the scent right. for the worse. Yeah. Yes. Um, so again, a lot of that education as far as like, what should we be using um, from, you know, a cleansing standpoint as well. So um, I think those are like the really, really big things that we want to address from like skincare. Mm-hmm. But then talk to me about, okay, it's like, I'm like, I'm having all this burning sex is just like excruciating you've told me about these lubes I found these lubes on your website but like it still doesn't feel good like Mm -hmm. please help me I think it's really important to again remember that when we're dealing with this population it's going to be collaborative care right Mm -hmm. we want to make sure that we've got a good doctor that focuses on you know this menopausal population Mm -hmm. but then also for us as PTs to go in and assess the pelvic floor what is going on are we having this tight, tense, hyperactive muscles down there because of the symptoms that you're having. And if that is the case, we need to address that. I would say most recently, um, I actually had a patient, she was amazing. I just loved her. And she was like so open about her sex life. Um, Her husband, actually, we came in and did a session together and he was just like, I just want to help her. Like, I want to get back to intercourse so bad. Like, what can I be doing? And she was funny. She was like, as long as he sees it, he's happy. (laughs) And I'm like, well, great. Let me educate you guys. So her and I worked together for a while we did she had her OB on board her I keep saying OB she had her gyne on board um she had her estrogen cream that was that was helping but it was still like beyond the entrance painful like like Mm -hmm. he was hitting a wall 
poor thing had so much overactivity of her pelvic mm-hmm. floor and this was new for her. She's mm-hmm. like, it's never been painful. Yeah. So we did a lot of manual work, did a lot of down training. We mm-hmm. introduced a pelvic wand. Yeah. And then that, that's what, you know, she was like, I just kind of struggled. She had really bad carpal tunnel. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm having a really hard time doing it. Like mm-hmm. my husband said he'd be more than happy to help. So we did, we did an education Educated session. him mm-hmm. how to do it. Yeah. Great. And, and that actually, she was like, you know what? It's actually like brought us back together mm-hmm. because it's like, you know, he wants to help me because he knows eventually like where this is going to lead to, sure. but it, it just brought them back together mm-hmm. to say, wow, like she's having dysfunction. Let me help her out and support her through That's this awesome. instead of it being something shameful that she had to hide. And I feel like that actually helped with her progression, mm-hmm. but it was due to muscle overactivity. And that's mm-hmm. something that we see on the daily yeah. that we can make so many changes with. Yeah. And so we did two to three sessions, worked on, um, the overactivity. Great. I taught her the wand, taught her husband the wand. I saw her six months later and she's like, I am back in action. Love it. I'm like, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm going to the beach. She was like, what if this happens again? I was like, you try your wand. Mm-hmm. If you still need me, you know that you can call me. She called me six months later. She was like, it happened again. I just want to give you a shout out. She was like, we used our wand for three days. And she was like, it was the weirdest thing. It was after this long plane ride and long car ride. I was like, makes sense. Mm-hmm. She's like, we used it. And Again, I love her work. She's like, and I'm, now I'm back, back in, in action, action again. Love it. <laughs> yes. Good for her. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's nothing to fear. It's nothing to fret. It's just being knowledgeable. Yes. Being educated on what, you know, all the different things that occur mm-hmm. and, you know, symptoms and dysfunction that can happen due yeah. to menopause. And yeah. again, just being educated. And it's inevitable. Mm-hmm. We're all going to get there. Yep. And your body may respond differently than my it body, might. right? Yeah. I may have a little bit different symptoms than you do. So again, yeah. just knowing all the different things that could occur. And if it does, what you're going to do about it, right? That there because is something you can do about absolutely, it. Absolutely. Because what do we say? We are cyclical beings living in a linear world. Ladies, we hope you learned something new about you today. We encourage you to share this podcast with your friends that might have questions about pelvic floor or women's health. If you have more questions or are interested in getting treatment, please visit us at theravel.com. That's the R-E-V-E-L-L-E.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at the.ravel or Facebook at facebook.com backslash the.ravel. 